0: Hello, everyone. It's your friend, Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4pm. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to Caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way also after the show i'm gonna go phantom menace is playing in theaters so i'm gonna take a big group to go to the nearest amc or whatever cineplex and go see my favorite star wars movie i'll say it i'll say it with my full chest my favorite star wars movie in theaters again so hope to see you at both things if you have to pick one, just pick my, my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would I would like to sell out the house if possible? Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. And now our feature presentation. Hello everybody, welcome to Focus Testing, a podcast about movies where we make a movie. I'm Tristan Miller and joining me today is Richard Dowling. How are you, Richard? Really good. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Richard, do you happen to remember the first film you remember seeing in the cinema?
1: So yeah, the first movie I vividly, I actually remember seeing in the cinema was Godzilla
0: mm-hmm.
1: back in the 90s. Um, but. I'm told the first one that I was brought to was the mask with Jim Carrey mm. and lasted about 20 minutes uh, until a green a green face guy whose face removed itself from his head uh, was a bit much for what? Well, I must have been like six, five, six <laughs> years oh old. Boy. Yeah. And I cried so hard. My mom was just like, we just had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I could not keep you there. Um, and I remember seeing Godzilla really, really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, the same sat right down the front. All like, Godzilla's going to be awesome. Big dinosaur, like blah, blah, blah. And um, got super duper scared. That first, You know that first scene where you see him coming through the water? There's like the big mm-hmm. swell in the water. You see the fin mm-hmm. come out and all that. Uh, I got terrified by that and didn't leave. Didn't cry, didn't leave. But uh, sat at the back of the cinema on the floor, <laughs> um, away, away from the screen, uh, out of pure terror. So, yeah, yeah, always st- been a bit of a lion heart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, are you still frightened by films? Oh, no,
1: still? I I seek it out now. I, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I love a good horror movie. I love a good jump scare. I love, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I love a good uh, psychological thriller stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I I completely want to
2: on that.
0: <laughs> good, um, good, good. You conquered your fear then. I did. Um, I did. <laughs> what's the the best horror film you've seen this last year? Do you think?
2: Ooh, ah, uh, God. Um. Well,
1: I've seen the new screen, Scream movie mm-hmm. in the cinema. Um. <laughs> And I'm a sucker for those as like tropey as they are
3: mm-hmm. and like
1: as as hard as they are to watch seriously having seen scary movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, once you see that, the whole the whole piss take of it, it's hard to take them seriously, but I, I know what I'm getting. You know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going in expecting an Oscar movie. I'm not, you know, it's uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, so Uh, I thought that was pretty good. I thought it was all right for Mm -hmm. what it was, you know, it was Mm -hmm. pretty self-aware as well, you know, they had Mm -hmm. the whole breakdown of this isn't a prequel, this isn't a sequel, it's a requel, it's (laughs)
3: like,
1: (laughs) and uh, the one that came out this year and the one that came out in, what was it, 2020, 2019? The other new screen movie, they have that both have that scene about halfway through somewhere in the middle, in the second act, at the end of the second act, where one of the characters breaks down. Here's the formula for, and it's like, we are no longer in a requel. We are now in a franchise. (laughs) And and the the self-awareness and all that, I really uh, appreciate that.
0: Mm -hmm, For sure um I'd, I'd love to ask you a little bit how you got into stand-up comedy which is how we met we met doing a roast battle absolutely
1: yeah. two champions yeah. two champion roasters
0: true true <laughs> uh, uh,
1: um so how have i started um so I've always loved stand up comedy um mm-hmm. like we it was always a big thing in our household uh like our parents we every christmas we would buy the dvds we would buy someone's mm-hmm. someone special or whatever and that would be christmas day just watching stand up specials um yeah um our parents brought us out to a lot of gigs like when we were teenagers and into that and just always always loved it and um had a, had the notion couple of times over the years that well, maybe I'd like to give that a go sometime. Um and then never really did moved here. And uh the first house Ash and I moved into here was with another comic on the Wellington scene who's still going, um, Miranda Camden, who mm-hmm. had just started. She literally, I think Ash and I went to her second open mic ever. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just started. So we would talk about it like all the time. Um, talk about comedy and I'd ask her lots of questions and, da, da, da. and the entire time she's just like you gotta try it just do it like Neil runs a comedy school if you want to go that way if you want to get like eased into it or kind of hoisted into it um, and I was like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, no not me not me no never not me and um, eventually got up the gumption to uh, give it a go and but like I need Neil's comedy school. I need to be, I need to be, uh, I need the pressures like a personal trainer. I need someone to mm. yell at me to, to, uh, <laughs> sure. to do it. And, um, yeah, took, took Neil's school, did the, did all the classes, did the writing sessions with him and then did the graduation show. You did five minutes of your, your five minutes you'd been working on through the classes and through the writing sessions. Mm-hmm. And got off stage after doing that first spot, and I like actually said to Neil backstage, like, "Can I go again? I want to go again." And <laughs> just got that buzz, uh, yeah. I really rode it high, and then just never looked back. Just wanted to keep doing it, keep doing it. Signed up for open mics as much as I could, and yeah, I've been pretty much consistently averaging at least once a week. Uh, That's great. Ever since. Yeah, never yeah. look back.
0: That's great. I think that's so cool that your your parents were so encouraging of it growing up too. I think that's kind of a, I don't know. That's that's I think a kind of unique experience. That's really cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's um,
1: yeah. Uh, like you may know already. Like in the UK and Ireland, like comedy is comedy is a way of life. Like mm-hmm. there's there's a thing we say in Ireland is everybody's a comedian. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I'm heading back to Ireland, actually, next month for a few weeks. I'm trying to book in a couple of spots back there. And Mm -hmm. I had a friend here, another Irish guy who used to do comedy around Wellington, who's moved back. And I'm asking him, like, is it different? Like, what's it like? Mm -hmm. What's it like doing comedy at home versus abroad? Mm -hmm. He's like, it's pretty much the same, but everyone's a comedian. (laughs) He's like, Mm -hmm. you just... You not hecklers, but you get a lot more helpers <laughs> at home. <laughs>
0: oh sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Noted, so, noted.
1: So yeah, it's a it's a big thing back home. And my parents mm-hmm. have always like, yeah, they've always been into comedy, love to laugh, you know, love to make jokes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and just took us, like, always encouraged us to have a creative outlet of some sort. So me and my brothers, we're all musicians. We've all we all spent years in bands and various, like, one of my brothers played with an orchestra for a while, played saxophone with an orchestra. And, so cool. yeah, we've always had some kind of creative outlet and mm-hmm. they've really, really encouraged us to, towards music, towards comedy, like, just consume as much art as you can, basically um
3: that's yeah. so good that's so good yeah.
1: and oh. and for like folks who um like my ma- like they never really played music themselves or they never really did comedy or much much in the way of the performing arts you know they're not performers or anything mm-hmm. like that they just yeah just had a love of it and encouraged us to consume as much as possible you
2: know
0: that's so cool yeah. that's really lovely
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Are you ready for some movie trivia questions?
2: Absolutely.
0: All right.
1: Ho- hopefully I can hold my own here. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think you ought to be fine. Um, of course, the first one I always ask is, what is movie?
1: What is movie?
2: What is
0: movie?
1: Ah, oh, the great question. Mm-hmm. The age old question. <laughs> I, I guess on a technical level, nowadays, it is a series of still frames Strung together in quick enough succession that they mm-hmm. they project movement onto a
2: screen overlaid with sound, but in the more philosophical way, I guess, um I see it as
1: two things like two at least two things, if not more. Um, I guess it's in one way it's a like a way of capturing real life in if you're looking at more factual documentarian style stuff uh but also it's just it's um it's a way of expression i guess to be cliche about it to be a bit cheesy about it is um you know you can like people can use it as a medium to to show everyone else what's going on in their head essentially mm. it's the, mm. yeah because i guess like always from doing stand-up you can tell people what's going on in your head but you can't shoot you. Can't show them. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only so many act outs you can do.
1: Exactly, and I'm a terror. I'm a very wooden comic. So,
0: <laughs> um, what book do you reckon should never be turned into a film? Should never be turned into a yeah, film. Don't don't even go near it. Oh
1: God, that's a real good question. That's a real good question. Ah oh, man, um, hmm, 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 hmm. I'm trying to think what I've read in the last year that was truly, mm. uh, truly, truly awful and <laughs> should never be. Been... <laughs> <Sure. laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I can tell you a book, a book that shouldn't have been made into a film. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read The Goldfinch. Uh,
0: no, I haven't, but I've heard the movie is egregious.
1: It is the book. So good. I really enjoyed the book. A little slow moving at times, but like mm. all in all, solid. Uh, the movie was trash, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they changed. They changed the. Uh, they changed enough of it that it just took away the. I don't know what what would you call? it? I guess the payoff that you get from mm. reading the full story. You just didn't get the same satisfaction from
3: it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. But God. I'm trying to think of one that hasn't been made into a movie. That
2: seems to be the biz these days. It is, or ha- yeah. and has been for a long time, I guess. But um, oh, good God, that's a really good question. That's
0: we can always re- circle back. We can always circle back um, to it if, it if it suddenly dawns on you. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's a really good
0: question. <laughs> um, what? What actor? Do you think you could confidently steal a car from?
1: <laughs> I think I don't think uh, Michael Serra had put up much of a fight, <laughs> to be honest.
2: Oh man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just think he'd look he'd look he'd look like I saw, I saw a meme a while ago with this picture of Michael Sarah and it's like I would describe Michael Cera as someone who wandered onto a film set and was too polite <laughs> to leave.
3: Yes, <laughs> I yes.
1: Like, I think he would be the same way with me stealing his car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just, no, I'm, I'm sorry. God. I guess this has been your car the whole time. I,
2: <laughs> I, I Oh, my God. My, I, like, please don't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's very good. Of course, non-Scott Pilgrim Michael Cera.
0: Yeah, true, true, true You know what, I'm showing up with a flaming sword um, What movie do you think has the best soundtrack?
3: Music soundtrack
2: So, one I've got a soft spot for
1: And I watched it mm-hmm. very recently My wife and I watched it really recently Was um, Tenacious Tenaciously to Pick a Destiny
2: mm-hmm. Yeah
1: I've loved it as a teenager Just for how stupid it was Like the entire point of the movie Is they're trying to pay the rent <laughs> and soundtrack wise I'm just love that kind of like it's rock and roll but also there's comedy in there it's funny like uh, I've seen Tenacious D live they really just bring that energy on stage as well and they Mm -hmm. they do little set pieces and like sketches if you like all around their tunes and yeah so I, I do love the pick a destiny soundtrack excellent um yeah there's probably a few more but that that's one that just
0: jumps to mind excellent yeah no that i i haven't seen the whole movie i'll have to i've only yeah. seen bits and qu- pieces of it
1: um, uh it's 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 your your stoner comedy it's yeah just there's there's there's, there's
0: not a lot that has to
3: happen <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
0: excellent um what do you think the best cinema snack is Mm.
2: My go-to is uh, I get the popcorn
1: and I get a bag of something chocolatey. Mm. Usually, usually M and M's or Maltesers. Upend mm. that into the popcorn, shake it up, get the chocolate in the popcorn, mm. let it melt a little bit. So mm. that that's my go-to. But I will say I have never felt closer to being a king than getting uh, like super deluxe, over-the-top meat pizza brought to brought to me at my seat at the embassy here in
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it's so good they give you a whole pizza
1: (laughs) oh yeah you order food upstairs and they will bring it to you in your seat like
0: yeah that's so good oh man i'm i wanted to go to the embassy i never got a chance to go to the embassy when i was visiting wellington now i regret it had i known i could have been served like a king as you said
1: oh it's it's it, when i went to see scream ash and i sitting there my wife and i sitting there next thing two like mega deluxe pizzas come down we've got like a glass of wine we've got our popcorn We're like oh. all right scream hit me with every cliche you got please too <laughs> I good want, i want cheese on this pizza <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: that's excellent um do you remember the first character crush you had? Like, you watched a movie and you're like, oh, wow, I have a crush on this person.
2: Ooh, 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 ooh. Mm,
1: mm, mm. There's been a few. There's been mm-hmm. a few. But I will say, number one with a bullet, and this is probably, like, the most done answer as well, is Sam Hayek in From Dusk <laughs> Till Dawn.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. You know that
1: you know, When you see that movie when you're 15... Alright,
0: like that stays with you <laughs> <laughs> For sure <laughs> I'm sure
3: oh, That's very yeah. good
0: Excellent answer um, oh, Gosh, I had one here for you Another one that I liked For you Alright oh, um, If America and India Stop being the top film producers in In the world What country would you want to see take over for, for them
2: oh i am um, i've got a real soft spot for
1: irish cinema as well like there's been some great ones especially mm-hmm. especially in the last 20 25 years there's been some really great
2: mm-hmm. really
1: great movies like even recently banshees of Inisherin. So so loved, loved it yeah yeah loved every minute of it and um what's that director's name um From Banshees. Um, He he also did like
2: McDonough.
1: Yeah, like in Bruges and Mm -hmm. Calgary, like, yeah, The Guard, like Mm -hmm. they're all Brendan Gleason, you know, as well as a Mm -hmm. phenomenal. But so that would be my patriotic Mm
3: -hmm.
1: answer. (laughs) Of course. uh, mm, I would love to see, I think I would love to see more movies centered around Latin America, South America.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Because I know you see it kind of bastardized, I guess, a little bit in, and uh, in like America and every other form of cinema, but I'd love to see some real, like made by someone who's lived in that environment, who's lived in, let's say, just as an, as an example, like the favelas in Rio Mm -hmm. or something Who brings a realness to it
3: mm-hmm.
1: and I've, I've seen you know clips in it but i don't speak portuguese <laughs> or spanish so um you know it's all subtitled and um yeah I, I think like it's such a rich culture like every country in south america
2: is like
3: mm-hmm.
1: such such rich history such rich culture i really would love to see more of that brought mm-hmm. to uh to the mainstream
0: yeah yeah I can a- definitely agree with that. Um,
2: finally, as always,
0: why is Austin Powers so sexy? Why it's is he a, why is he so sexy? It's,
1: it's got to be the chest hair, right? It, it <laughs> has to be and the the the, the sheer self assuredness. To mm-hmm. wear a, f- a f- like a frilled shirt and a blue suit and uh, like a mm-hmm. real deep blue suit mm-hmm. with a a what do you call it a like the pendant he wears as well, the Not sexuality sure. pendant and <laughs> yeah, masks and the teach. man I think it's a I think it's confidence thing more than anything yeah. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Confidence is sexy. Mix that with a little chest hair, and you got something going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's worked for a lot of men over the years, actually. If you oh, believe it. Myself included. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for our random word to build a movie off of? Absolutely. All right. We got grateful. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I have a couple of notions that I have uh, in my mind, but if you have an idea, I'll hear. I'd like to hear yours first.
1: So, well, as soon as you said "grateful," I pictured a room full of cheese graters. For some reason,
0: <laughs> excellent, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> had a similar direction of like, uh, like a grate, and I think it should be maybe about a man. Or somebody, it doesn't really matter what gender they are A person um, who works in a great factory And has to learn gratitude on top of that What do you think? Okay,
2: has to learn
1: gratitude on top Okay mm-hmm. So wh- when you say "great," now Do you mean like the great from a fireplace? Do you mean like the great for a sewer?
0: Uh, like a sew- sewage grate? Uh, um, oh uh- I imagined a barbecue grate first, but a cheese grater also works well. Cheese grater?
1: Oh see, gr- and then when you said great factory, I was like, oh, fantastic factory. Isn't <laughs> <man>? like,
0: <laughs> this place is whimsical. This is great. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I got I like that a lot. Okay. So it's like a Willy Wonka style. <laughs> cheese grater factory. So right. che- themed to cheese. Are we just making a Wallace and Gromit episode? Is that... <laughs>
3: <laughs> is
0: that what's going on? And then whenever
1: someone says this is a cheesy movie, you're just like, yeah, it, is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. it it's supposed be.
1: is. I'm glad that came
0: across. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Okay. Uh,
1: and then, of course, like... with your, your great factory, your greater factory. It's like, this one's great, but that one's greater.
0: <laughs> That's the greater and your great, great factory. It's the older one. <laughs> That's Um, the one
1: back in their day. They did things differently.
0: (laughs) Okay, I like it. It's a whimsical great uh, cheese grater factory that is um, been somehow, like, it's a dynasty endeavor. It's like a family business, eh?
1: But it's like old money.
0: It's like (laughs) old money for sure. And so the person is, like, just assumes that they have everything kind of handed to them. And then I feel like there's got to be... You know, obviously there's gotta be some conflict, and I almost feel like uh the business gets shut down somehow for some reason. And I, then they have all these leftover cheese graters, and they're you know, it's this great it's full, it's full, it's full of cheese graters. Great full. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then where do you where where do you think we go from there?
2: So I guess you gotta have the conflict, right? And what so The
1: end goal is that the character becomes grateful. So Mm. they're clearly an ingrate um, to begin with. Pardon the pun, but also don't.
3: Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what would they be ingrateful for? Obviously losing their job if the place shut down. Mm. Um, But could it have been that their fault or something that they did that the place shut down?
0: I like that as well. Like they didn't take, they took it for granted that they would have this thing and then they do something arrogant and that makes people stop and start to boycott the cheese graters.
1: Yeah. Like people just decided, oh, you know what? Sliced is fine with me. I don't need grated <laughs> anymore. Okay. And there's just some come to Jesus moment where people have stopped grating their cheese.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like the idea. Sliced is good. I would love a sillier alternative to grating the cheese. Ah, uh, what about this? They've all made genetically modified tiny cows that can squeeze out a single bit of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like these little.
2: <laughs> ah, okay. So we've we've
1: gotten to the point where we've like completely streamlined the cheese making process to a, mm-hmm. to the finest point it can be. Yeah, where yeah. You've got, but I see these. Um, i uh, in. Immediately picturing these farms that are just rows and rows of teeny little cows, and underneath (laughs) them is a a conveyor belt that's just got little individual strips. Like if you imagine one singular great (laughs) piece of grated cheese just coming out in strips.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So. (sighs) Oh, uh, excellent visual. Uh I think so. They they lose I mean, the. F- mm-hmm. That could be
1: your opening scene. That could be your establishing shot. You're like, this is why yeah. we're here.
0: This is why we're here, and then it just is like, oh no, they lose. They have all these graders. <laughs> um, hmm. they 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 took it for granted. They're like, nothing could happen. Bad could ever happen. We're rich, which is often how rich people feel. I find. Oh yeah. Mm. yeah i wouldn't know mm. but I would <laughs> <a good one. laughs> hopefully someday i will and uh no um <laughs> one of these movies so, is bound to get picked up someday <laughs> absolutely 100 percent. that's my entire thing with this podcast that i'm just trying to find <laughs> one that i can sell um and this one could be it uh but i like that as it as an opening shot so it immediately gets into the plot of it of like they've lost this thing they've lost everything they have all these extra cheese graters what i feel like there's two things is one how do they learn gratitude and what do they do with all these extra cheese graters that are just about
1: I, yeah what do you repurpose a cheese
2: grater for like mm. Mm. and then i'm i'm maybe i'm trying to like build a house all in one, mm-hmm. but like finding
1: the new use for cheese graters
3: mm-hmm.
1: could make the new character grateful mm-hmm. to, to a, a friend. Maybe they've got a friend mm-hmm. who's like this, you know, um, has some kind of beautiful mind.
0: Yeah. Huh? I, what about this? Uh, a, f- a friend that's like um keeps pitching them idea they're an inventor and they're like my company is fine you know don't if it's not broke don't fix it that sort of thing and then they help them find the solution and then they finally go oh well i'm grateful to have a friend like you
1: like, mm. And you the, think of the, that? yeah maybe they take this friend for granted uh yes typically as in being ungrateful mm-hmm. to them and this friend is always just trying to help out just trying mm-hmm. to be a good person just trying to make the world move for them but they've completely taken it for granted they're not grateful for and this friend ultimately comes up with the the day saving solution mm-hmm.
0: which what do you but, do mm, is do? it like a a colander. You could use it as. You could use it to shave. <laughs> use it. To shave. Use it to... <gasps> you could use it to clear asbestos out of <laughs> old buildings.
1: Just strip it out. <gasps> yeah.
0: Oh, I think I have it. Um, as a scythe, as a scythe. in the rice fields, <laughs> or what whatever, the wheat, separating <laughs> the, yeah. the wheat from the chaff. <laughs>
1: I'd literally uh, string them all together in one like long tube, mm-hmm. just yeah, greater like and greater, and then it yeah like a combine, and then just mm-hmm. naturally filters out. Yeah, all,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like
1: mm-hmm. I feel like we're giving away million dollar ideas here.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna go to the two dollar or more store and buy a bunch. Um, change the agricultural <laughs> trajectory of New Zealand. Um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're gonna They're have almost... to
2: make cheese cheaper though first.
0: <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> I I like the idea of that, but like it's not quite. I feel like
1: mm. hmm. it's very tough to repurpose the cheese. It's almost as if they are purpose
0: built. <laughs> 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 it's always like it. It's almost like a completely unique tool, that, unlike. Example: a knife, where you can use a few things. For you can it. do it for many, many applications of knives,
1: but, yeah. <laughs> but, but not yeah.
3: exactly. Yeah, you know,
0: hmm.
1: we we picked a tough problem to oh. solve.
0: Uh, what about hour. this? This is perhaps the stupidest one. <laughs> what Often if, the best. <laughs> we'll see. Um, what if he starts using it to sieve through? dust in the river and discovers a gold vein and he's panning for gold and he's like this solves all of our problems there's a much more
1: a more efficient way
0: of solving of panning for gold yeah which is like such an old-timey thing that everyone's also kind of forgotten about takes it for granted and there's kind of like a parallel there of like oh older things are forgotten which is (laughs) maybe how the company was first started
1: yeah yeah old, then, oh, old man old man mccheese grater
3: um, it's McGrady, of, yeah. <laughs> mcgrady yeah
1: <laughs> phineas mcgrady phineas mcgrady back in the came over on the mayflower was um, <laughs> panning and found a nugget as big as his fist and that's how he started his factory
0: yeah, yeah i think that's good
3: mm, mm, mm.
1: Mm. saw a guy struggling to put cheese on a sandwich one day like <laughs> buddy i got, got you. It. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> don't worry about it uh i like that a lot okay cool i think okay that's definitely like we got a beginning middle end there
2: right yeah we've we, got the we should,
0: the frame <laughs> yeah the skeleton here we, we're, we should flesh it out a bit um i like the opening shot being the cow's yeah um,
2: like some dystopian th- yeah something mm-hmm. some
1: this is the world we live in now we've genetically modified everything <laughs> so yeah, absolutely so like, in the background this is just thinking again as mm-hmm. like set dressing almost is like in the background in terms of subtext what else could they have Done in the future that's weird that you can just mm-hmm. see happening in the background somewhere or like on, on a desk or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they've shrunken shrunken cows and gotten them to make individual shredded pieces of cheese.
0: I do also that... like the idea of having yet another like cow on the desk when he's like making coffee, picking up and squeezing it, like <laughs> and then putting it down.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid oh, oh god i okay, mean I'll... that's
3: that's the
1: that's the office shot right that's the mm, well walk, mm. he walks in the hey we gotta let you go Is like yeah he <laughs>
3: picks
0: up a little <laughs> like, drip, drip, drip. <laughs> oh, good 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 um what other weird stuff i think if, if if it's all like <laughs> genetically modified things <laughs> to be small for some reason. I love the idea of like someone him like coming into the office or our main character coming into the office of like the the people that put him out of business and he's like, "Oh, you'll never get away with that." And they go release the hounds and it's a bunch of like tiny tiny not like chihuahua's like like lizard sized dogs. Like a bunch of <laughs> chasing him out. <laughs> there this company is obsessed with making tiny tiny animals. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and they, they've acquired this cheese grater. Fa-
2: well, maybe that maybe that could be the thing
1: they've acquired mm. the factory far to repurpose it for something else. Ooh. You know, it's a it's an acquisition rather than uh than uh they're going out of business because no one's mm. buying cheese graters anymore. It's more we need we need your
2: facility mm-hmm. to to enable something else.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that as a switch. I think that's better. And then that also, like, allows the company that's trying to acquire the factory to be, like, somehow revealed throughout to be, like, somehow, uh, like, immoral in some way. Uh, other than, obviously, genetically modifying animals. <laughs> like, then also they're like, ah, uh, I don't know, like, uh, mean somehow. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Oh, we're going to use your Your uh, manufacturing line Instead of making cheese graters We're going to use it to make
0: Grater cheeses (laughs) And so in in an insane turn of events They've done tiny cheese Now they want to do huge cheese (laughs) I think
2: we've got it (laughs) I think we solved it
0: Massive cheese, the biggest oh block God. of cheese they can.
1: It's like, yeah, we own tiny cheese. Now we're going to own giant cheese, and we're just going to, like so often happens, we're going to squeeze the middle out. There's this, yep. yeah Yeah. Super grand or super tiny.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: I like that. A lot. <gasps> oh, okay.
3: Trying, to
0: make, so, a trying to make a monopoly. Trying to make a monopoly
2: in the cheese game. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In the far flung future. Uh,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: oh cool. okay. So say it, yeah, it's an it's a hostile takeover rather than uh, mm-hmm. rather than they're going out of business, I guess.
3: Okay, okay, and then
2: so that kind of yeah, that that I imagine that would all happen within the first five minutes, you know, uh,
1: that or ten minutes. <laughs>
0: I think so too, yeah. It's very much just setting everything up. They, we have to set up, you know, the company was founded by, it's a family business. It's not like a mom and pop, it's not small, but it's a family business. It's been in this place for three generations. It's getting displaced. I feel as though if they're making big cheese, if it's big cheese all the way, somehow a character has to use all of these cheese graters to climb the giant mountain of cheese. Like they have this huge block of cheese and they have to like Sir Edmund Hillary climb to the top of it.
1: I love it. I'm just picturing like on the elbow pads on the like like the suction cup yep.
3: scenes from <laughs> like
0: <laughs> somehow sabotage it in the end. Like you may take my factory, but you will never take my spirit sort of thing. Oh, it's the
1: climb the big cheese. To get to the big cheese, aka <gasps> a- yeah. a- a- the boss of the company. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely, I like that a lot as well. So the confront, the final front confrontation is on the co- uh, cliff of cheese. We've really, we've really gone in hard on this one angle.
2: I, uh, I mean, yeah. Like, we we have really gotten down the cheese right, cheese line. We have really. Uh... But well, you know, if you, yeah,
1: I mean, we can look at it from another way. We can do, we can we can pack that.
0: We can pin it. No, no, no. I think it's good. <laughs> we're just like there's there's a lot of cheese talk, is all I'm saying, which I love. I'm a big fan. Do you big have a fan. favorite cheese?
1: Oh, I love a baked brie. That's mm. the yeah, dipping with some crackers. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think a really underrated cheese is provolone. Best cheese Probably. for a sandwich, I think. It's like
1: oh, I can't car categorically say I've had it. I've, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure I've had it unknown, unknowingly, but
3: mm-hmm,
1: uh, mm-hmm. I am I'm definitely up to try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cheese. How can you go wrong?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to have a bad cheese. Um, I like beginning and the end is very epic and good and like now far sillier which I enjoy um, of them having this final confrontation on the top of the cheese (laughs) Um, I'm just picturing it (laughs) yeah it's so silly Um, and then so the middle bit is he I think our main person obviously loses the factory has to has to lose uh, the factory, yeah. And then what yeah. do they do to try and get back their life in the meantime? And like the second act, where they're going through the the model.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm picturing like the because um, we spoke about the buddy who
3: mm-hmm. they've taken
1: they've taken for granted and they've treated like treated like shit the entire time, and they're just like Dada. now they're down and out. They're like. You can have a little montage in there of them hitting rock bottom. Like they're, you know, can't even can't even look at a toasty, can't even like yeah, they've hit rock bottom. Then you get kind of enter the friend. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I guess we're kind of looking at the journey they go on as the second act, as like Mm -hmm. what what this is where it becomes the buddy movie. Mm Until the big powerful climax.
2: Yeah.
0: I feel like
1: if if we're going with the buddy angle.
0: (laughs) I like the buddy angle. I think that's nice. I think. Um I feel like what could be kind of fun and annoying for the buddy because like the the characters the buddy has to be kind of annoying for you to understand why this person's like, shut up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. kind of a like a crazy kooky character. And I feel like what could be kind of fun would be like this person's like really into like mindfulness, really into spirituality. It's like you just have to be in the moment. You have to be grateful for every moment, live every day, you know, this sort of thing. And and this person is like getting so, so, so fed up on it. But eventually they start like doing like mountaineering stuff, you know, mm. and like going on hikes. And it's like, you know, man, you just got to get in touch with nature. And that's what kind of like sets up the big confrontation and the cheese mountain um
1: uh, yeah because uh, you man you've been living in this corporate world you're all yeah it's all a, it's all a rat race the rat to get the cheese
0: cheese <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>, grommet um <laughs>
1: it's like you've been you've been hung up on this man now you gotta get like get you some we're gonna get you some crystals we're gonna get your chakras aligned we're gonna get you we're going to get you some herb. We're to,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: We're going to buy you a brand new shiny bong. We're going to, you know, climb some mountains. We're going to be at one with nature. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I mm. I really
0: like that. Maybe they go climb to the top of a mountain. They do like a meditation retreat at the top of it, right? And then he, you know, uh, our, our main guy. Who do you want to play our main guy, by the way? Or gal or whomever?
3: Mm. Mm.
2: That's a real good question. That's a real, have you
1: have you got any any kind of uh, archetype uh, in your head? Like, are you I, picturing a a sleaze ball, or are you picturing a?
3: Well,
0: I, I'll, yeah. I'll admit this kind of feels like a Jim Carrey movie, and it might be because you mentioned the mask earlier, and it's maybe also because in this part of the movie, kind of feels like Yes Man. If you ever saw that movie, yeah, but Jim, yeah. you know, it kind of feels like that. But I know he's in retirement, so I don't know if we could get him but that kind of person that's like
1: I mm, kind you know, of f- a physical comedian who can play it play it real too
0: yeah and then also like someone who you know we can trust to have done like oh i'm a corporate person and then i have this you know change of heart you know there's a very common kind of trope specifically in like 90s movies like even mm-hmm. something like hook with robin williams you know something mm-hmm. like that Hmm. Hmm. Uh,
1: see, yeah, so I'm I'm trying to think of someone who's simultaneously likable and hateable and plays those reads like you because you want to hate them at first and then come to like them, right? I I guess. Oh, yeah. it's as tricky. they so
2: I guess spitball,
1: who can who can play a real good sleaze ball who's just mm. out for number one, doesn't care about anyone, takes their friend oh. for granted. Treats him like treats him like
0: dirt. We're talking normal actor. Um, Michael Fassbender might be good.
1: Oh, He's I could really see good.
0: that. I could He's see really that. good at playing an asshole. You know, yeah.
1: and he and he seems like he has this fun side too. You know, he seems mm-hmm. like he could be he could be a good time as well. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah, mm-hmm,
1: for sure. I like
2: my
0: yeah. I like
1: that. I like Michael Fassbender.
0: I could, see, um, Go ahead.
1: Uh, I could see. Go ahead. I could see, and maybe. Maybe his um, back catalog comes with him a little too much, but I could see maybe a Ryan Gosling.
0: Oh, sure,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because I'm th- I'm thinking of his character in The Big Short, where he's <sighs> just like all about the money, doesn't like doesn't care, cold as ice. Um, mm-hmm. But then <sighs> he's he's in the fun ramps as well, you know. And, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. No, I could really get on board with Ryan, actually. Yeah, that'd be quite good. I think.
1: Um, I I could also to flip it a little bit. I could also hmm. see a, a Margot Robbie.
0: Um, oh, oh, get them both back in because they're in Barbie, and so they're gonna come back in.
1: You know what? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing uh, like her from Wolf of Wall Street, mm. like take no BS, take no shit, mm-hmm. no one kind of character. But then also, she does have the fun side, and you know. She could be like super likable by the end, uh, as well as she becomes more grateful.
0: I think that'd be good. I think Margot Robbie would be great. Um, she's very fun, she's a very fun performer. Um, yeah, I think Margot Robbie, let's lock her in. Mm. That's you know, nice, I think. And then the friend, my first instinct was Ben Schwartz. You know, he played who's like he was in, um, uh, Parks and Rec, if you've seen that. Ah, um, uh, yes, 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 yes. You know, where yeah, he's this yeah. kind of gregarious guy who's, like, frankly annoying sometimes, but he's also very fun, so you kind of can't... And he's so nice that you're like, ah, oh, I can't be mad.
2: Yeah, yeah. It Was he John
1: Ralphio? Was
0: that... Yes, he was John Ralphio. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah I can see that. I can see, uh, yeah, yeah, I could see that, that as the buddy... I could see him as a zen with the universe.
0: Man, Maybe... you gotta... Might not be crunchy enough. Do you know what I mean by that? Like granola, y Like he, I can't imagine Ben Schwartz hiking. I can mm. imagine him playing a video game where he's hiking. I can't imagine him hiking. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um. He's like a...
2: he, he may be too pretty for it, but a, a James Franco. Maybe.
0: Um, I think I could see him doing it. Um. I wouldn't want him in the movie. <laughs>
3: Though no. yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't want him
0: stinking him stinking up the our film, but yes, that yeah. type maybe his brother Dave. Maybe a Dave. Who's yeah, also very Dave funny, Franklin. um, in his own right. Or is um, that Zac Efron? <laughs> <laughs> I, on,
1: I, I only think of him because of bad neighbors when you said Dave Franco.
0: <laughs> Can I tell you? that is someone you've suggested two actors that I alone would have never come up with. So I think we got to go with Margot Robbie and the supporting actor is Zac Efron. It's
1: very, it's very beautiful people movie.
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And I feel like, um, so we also have to have the, the CEO of the right. rival company. And I can't remember her first name, but Hugo Weaving's daughter, Do you know, she was in... She mm. looks exactly like Margot Robbie is the point. So I feel like this idea of these two people that look exactly <laughs> the same <laughs> and everyone's getting a wee bit confused, that could be fun.
1: Yeah, or,
0: I like that. <laughs> or someone like Judy Bench, where you're like, this is the person... Mm. They're out to kick.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Or like a Maggie Smith, maybe. Uh, who's that just does
0: like... make the, the confrontation at the top of the cheese mountain a little more difficult, though, to choreograph. I assume there's like a physical like, count and fight. At the top. Ju-
1: I, I would argue the same for Judy.
0: That's what I mean. Like, both of them. Both. Like, they're both a bit, you know, obviously. They're older. But. Mm, um, mm, mm. Now, now, hear me out on this. Vin Diesel go on vin diesel as the the rival ceo he's like yeah no i gotta i know you have a family business but it's not about family this time
2: for this one time
0: it's not it's one time it's not about family
1: (laughs) so you know it's serious
0: (laughs) exactly i think it'd be fun to see him out of any it was like kind of like a coked up ceo type i think he'd be really fun in that kind of role
2: i could see it yeah
1: i in could see like, it it's like he's got the bald head he's got the menacing look he's got the mm-hmm. he's, he's big guy you know he look big in a suit you know a big looming figure
0: absolutely um, yeah. kind of like he's bursting out of that thing and you're like oh i don't want to mess with this guy you know yeah can't, Tough can't, customer
1: can't clap his hands if he's wearing a suit jacket like
2: that yeah yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> also the, the visual Okay also I want you to remember Early in the film You just see a hand pick up a tiny tiny cow And squirt it into coffee And then it pans up and you see Vin Diesel's face And he goes We need to buy a factory
1: And then you have the But it's been in my family for yet It's not about family
0: <laughs> I don't care about family uh, oh. Okay. Super. Oh, I love right. it. And also an action fight scene between Vin Diesel and Margot Robbie. You can't go wrong. That's pure entertainment. <laughs> That's just you
1: can't. You yeah. That like I'm already picturing the stunts. Um like mm-hmm. I'm seeing I'm seeing the CG. I'm like I'm thinking James Cameron level CG uh fight at the end. Basically, <laughs> like Vin Diesel Margot Robbie rapped before this scene was even
3: shown. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. They just handed it to the visual effects department and like you have fun now. Yeah. Um I feel like there's gotta be something that Margot learns from their journey to like the Zen temple or whatever at the top of the mountain that comes back into play to help her either defeat Vin Diesel's character or accept that she doesn't need to.
2: Mm. Uh, yeah. So I guess like the trip or the actual uh,
1: on the face of it, goal of the like journey up the mountain is to train for climbing the giant block of cheese, and mm-hmm. um, so it's a functional trip as well as spiritual. Um, but yeah,
2: so what what could Vin Diesel's like unknown weakness be?
3: that mm.
1: would be discovered through uh, a spirit journey um,
3: mm.
1: Mm, or maybe like a, a couple of doses of ayahuasca or something like that. You
0: know? <laughs> like, <laughs> ayahuasca journey. That's very fun. I almost feel like um, if, if Vin Diesel's fatal flaw is that he's, uh, he's impatient.
3: Mm. And so
0: it's been like, battle, battle, fight, 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 and then they get separated. Like a big crack happens. And Margo Robbie's like, well, I accept now that like I can't defeat this person. I have to accept what's going on. I have to just kind of live the rest of my life. But Vin Diesel, he can't. He's like too amped up. And he tries just... to run. And he tries to jump over. He thinks he can do it, and he just absolutely eats shit.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> Falls
0: down the chasm. Something like that.
1: It's the... Like yeah, I feel like we're coming down the um almost what would you call it? like the Kung Fu Panda route of the
0: You're 100 percent correct. This is just Kung Fu Panda with cheese and margarod. Oh and
1: who, who could the master oh I know we've already cast master as I <laughs> <Zac Efron. laughs> God, but, all right. Mm. So the so we've got Zach Afron teaching Marco Robbie how to defeat her enemies using patience and mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Whereas Vin Diesel is just a hundred miles an hour all day, every day, coked out of his mind. Like
0: he's gotta go fast. You know, he's yeah. got that, he's fast and he's furious. <laughs>
2: He is. He is oh, oh, what if um, being more mindful and
1: being able to slow things down allows Margot in the fury of the fight, it's all going crazy. But she just has this little zen moment where everything goes in slow motion and she realizes mm. she can melt the cheese under Vin Diesel and he will he will have to wait through that'll slow him down mm. enough. That she has the option to end him, but she doesn't, you know, mm. that, that kind of, he's left fully vulnerable. She could deal the kill and blow if she wanted, but she teaches him a lesson at the end. I like that. But he's, but he's also completely ruined because, of course, she has to win big because Vin Diesel's a dick.
0: Vin yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good I like her sparing his life And then him trying to Still go after her And somehow that causes the whole Mountain, like an avalanche he, whole...
2: It's like he could have walked away But choosing
1: not to Actually led to his downfall Yeah,
0: yeah mm.
2: In a
1: cruel
0: mm. twist of fate
1: mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see it
0: I can see yeah. it yeah. who do you uh who do you reckon should direct this
3: thing? by the way? Ooh. I mean
1: we could have multiple directors in a way
3: <laughs> <laughs> go on.
1: <laughs> like I say, we've already discussed James Cameron levels of CG right yeah, yeah, yeah. So We get him to direct just the fight scene at the end. <laughs>
0: But open... We're gonna get Academy Award winner James Cameron. Just do the previs on this, just real quick. Just we need you to go add a Weta real quick and just like poke around. You know you're good at that, right?
1: But you know it, it could be a tra- a Transformers style thing, like Transformers Three, where that <laughs> final battle lasted a full hour. Like that was pe- characters were introduced and killed off during that final battle. So You
3: know
1: know, if we get it, You know we can make this We can go Scorsese on it and make this A three and a half hour movie like this can be The Irishman for cheese (laughs) You know so If we put Cameron
3: The Irishman for (laughs) cheese
1: Like if we put Cameron In there and we've like you've got an hour I want you to just throw Money at that screen until You're done
0: Right. Oh, I love, I love it. I love that idea. I love but, him only doing that part. <laughs> go on.
1: Oh, uh, I was about to say. Um, actually, you go before I move on. No, 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 no. My. No, no. my oh, okay, so I was like up until that fi- that final fight scene where Jim James takes
2: over, it's a Wes Anderson movie.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect. No notes. That's so good because <laughs> it's quirky and it's funny and the factory's kind of fun and like you're like oh look at the pastels and then all of a sudden it's just this massive CGI battle. Yep, yeah. yep,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. and it's like real sharp pity dialogue all the way along, and then as soon as she as soon as Margot gets to the top of the mountain of cheese, and and, and I guess Zach can come along too because the buddy always comes along right for um for moral Mm -hmm. support or maybe he has to stay at the bottom because they've only got one set of cheese grater climbing gear
0: um i like the idea of him like shouting you don't have to do this you know that classic thing but almost also from the bottom he's like you don't have to do this and she's like what She's like you don't have to do this why didn't you say before i've been saying it the whole time you couldn't hear me (laughs) Too many explosions. <laughs> Absolutely. I love the idea. I really like that. So it's like been in, you know, the aspect ratios, but kind of like uh, it's got, um, it's not letterbox. I can't remember what's the opposite of um, vignette. Kind of like, yeah, almost. Yeah. Where it's, um, you know, um, almost a square, like vertical mode almost. I can't remember. There's Oh, it's like in
3: four by
1: three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Yeah. It's got the black bars on the side. And then once she comes up to the top of the mountain, it goes into like like an ultra wide screen, like the format switches. So, you know that you're in for something completely different.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, if you, could, have, if you could have back in the day, like if we made this movie 10 years ago, you could have the, as the, as that, as that mm-hmm. uh, screen opens up,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you could have to put on your 3d glasses. Now. Exactly.
3: I had the same
0: thought. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> 100 percent it's the the last hour which is all just a fight is in 3d because jim cameron he's at it again
1: he's at it again or michael Bay, you know it could be michael bay it could also be michael bay he has Um, the last 15
0: minutes just the
1: last 15 it
0: changes again take off your glasses it's normal now
1: And we got Christopher Nolan to do to consult on the soundtrack to just re- really get those deep booms in there. Those real deep hollow sounds.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, too good. I think we made uh, a good one. Oh. Yeah. I
1: I love the idea of a Wes Anderson movie up front turning into a James Cameron slash Michael Bay.
0: <laughs> i obsessed with that. That's so good. Oh, I like it a lot. Um, do you want to do a lightning round? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. We have lay, L A Y lay. So um, mine for that is about a sleepy person. They're so sleepy that they slowly fuse into their own bed and become it, and then eventually, oh, um, termites or some sort of pest invades and slowly eats away at their bed, and it's a it's a horror film. That's my version of Lay. That's
1: your version of Lay. Okay. What would you do for Lay? I'm trying to avoid the obvious rom-com. More rom Mm -mm. than com. Um, So I'm thinking a World War II epic. Mm. Uh, I'm thinking along, you know, All Quiet on the Western Front. I'm thinking Saving Private Ryan. And the whole... So... The, the story follows a wayward general who's just trying to win a battle. He's trying to, he, you know, he's on some part of the front line. He's on some fighting over a certain patch of territory. It's all going against him all day long, all day long, all day long. So he discovers a brand new tactic that's never been, that you will not read about in the art of war. He, this is his addendum to the art. <laughs> that involves soldiers laying down. Make and not, I'm not talking like prone sniper position. I mean literally laying down facing straight up to the uh, to the sky. And I haven't worked out the finer details, but somehow this wins the war. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just all the German troops, best, but also sleepy. I think we can just sneak past them. I think it'll be all right. <laughs> it will be fine. <laughs> it will be fine. I think it'll be fine, guys. Maybe, oh, I like that.
1: maybe that's the tactic. Is they're all just playing possum and uh, wait for the wait for the German troops to advance to a point where they pop up behind them, get them from behind. Boom!
0: I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. Um... Uh, the next one is complain. So C O M P L A I N. Complain. I think um, this is about. It is a, a rom com about a web developer who is hire someone to judge up their website, and it's dot com plain. <laughs>
2: Stupid. The <laughs> stupidest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that the name of the movie? Yeah, that's dot com plane. Yeah, <laughs> it's a plane dot com. It stars um it stars Idris Elba and um I'm gonna say inexplicably, uh, Chris Hemsworth as as the couple.
1: I you know I don't buy either of them as a web developer. <laughs> I...
0: True, true.
1: As an engineer myself, I have never known a web developer that looks like Idris <laughs> <Andrew> Elba or
0: <laughs> Okay, okay. Fine, fine. Uh, what oh, no, about
1: I'm, I'm saying you're about... making something new. You're redefining okay. the stereotype. You're you're okay. you're you're taking back the stereotype for those guys. For those okay. beautiful, beautiful people. <laughs> <laughs> they can be web developers too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> too long have beautiful people been discriminated against. In terms of coding. <laughs> I could write
1: HTTP. HTML even. <laughs> better than the next guy. Mm, I like it. <laughs> I'm glad.
2: Oh, So see, I'm picturing um, a, a horror movie a la
1: Maximum Overdrive um, of Stephen King fame. And um, So I'm picturing aeroplanes, okay, that can communicate with each other. So they are com planes, okay? Mm -hmm. And they are conspiring slowly but surely to eradicate humanity as well as all other forms of transport. Because Mm. in their eyes, if you ain't flying, you know, walking's out, cycling's out, cars out, boats out, like except for seaplanes, um who can also communicate. So yeah, that's that's where I went. And I, I'm mm-hmm. picturing like it's going to be voiceovers, you know, there, there'd be very few humans in this for very long. Um <laughs> so I'm picturing like as the voice of one plane, I'm picturing Snoop.
0: And <laughs> righteous. That's so good.
1: I'm thinking I'm, I'm getting Snoop in there as the voice of one plane. Um he's <laughs> You know, this is his, um, what would you say? This is his, it's like his reconnaissance, right?
3: This yes. is
1: this is where he's ditching the, he's ditching his current image and he's mm. a, a serious actor now. But he's starting with voice over, voice over playing, okay? Because
2: he did, ha- he has experience
1: in this. I've seen Soul them, And he has experience in this <laughs> In this realm already so I feel he can bring that to the screen and then I'm thinking other voices uh Snoop's gonna be in there of course but then (laughs) to to play off a Snoop I'm thinking I'd like to see a Tom Hanks
3: um Mm -hmm.
1: I'd like to see a Tom Hanks in there as the more uh what would you say the more um but yeah, more affable, more parental figure of the—he's kind of the Optimus Prime of the planes, mm, 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 mm. I guess. Yeah, I'm seeing him in there.
0: Is—is uh, is this anything? If you have him say, "There's no flying in baseball." <laughs> There's no flying in baseball. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> or chisel <shizzle> by chisel. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Oh, good. <laughs> I like that a lot. <clears throat> uh, all right, we got one more here. Matter. M a t t e r. Do you have something right away, or should I go first again?
2: So, uh, uh, right off the bat, just
1: off the dome, right here, I'm picturing uh, a guy who puts mats on people's doorsteps and. His job, it, it, like that, is his job. It, this is um, this is just a very, very heavy drama. Okay, mm. very heavy drama. Uh, this guy, he's he's born into nothing, of nothing, comes from nothing, but his job is go door to door and replace people's welcome welcome mats. He takes them away. He washes them. He works his fingers to the bone, washing these things. And this is his job. And the arc is that he has a very, very, very sick dog with him. And every penny, I said, I told you this was going to be heavy drama. (laughs) Um, And his, uh, you know, you bring the dog in everybody loves you you you, you got to save the dog he's got to save Absolutely. The dog. he's got he's got to save the dog so every single
2: cent he makes
1: from from his ma- being a matter from that's his title he is a matter um every cent he makes goes towards his dog getting the best possible care all he can afford at a time is to just make him a little better for like he's just he's adding on a month at a time to this dog's life he's he's working three weeks to buy a month you know that Mm -hmm. kind so he's he's net profit by a week all the time and we just follow his struggle we follow his interactions people like he goes to the rich area town Mm -hmm. people people spit on him look at him with disdain he's got a hard hard life you know he's he's dragging himself up by his bootstraps and, in the end, uh, essentially, all his work, his dog uh, has a terrible accident. I don't know, wanders out in front of a car. and we find that all of his hard work was actually for naught. and but he doesn't regret what he's done because that mm. gave him that gave him purpose, that mm. gave his that gave his. His job purpose, uh, and that's why he did what he did. And he is greater for having gone through this
2: in the end.
3: So, uh, yeah,
2: it's a very heavy drama.
3: Yeah, that is a very heavy drama. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
2: Sorry, I
1: brought that you should have gone
0: first. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna go s- second now to try and lighten the mood. Um no <laughs> that's really good though. I like that a lot. Also, that's always so brutal when whenever there's a dog dying, uh, oh, in a movie, people oh. will go nuts. They hate it, they hate it so much. Oh
3: man. More than
0: they hate people dying. No one, oh. oh, <laughs> no oh, one has an eye when you just like plug away at someone in a some action movie. But the minute a dog dies, ugh. Oh,
1: oh my god. Like the first time I saw I am legend. Man, that mm-hmm. scene, that scene got me. That got me hard, mm. real really? hard. Uh, Marilyn and me, first time I saw that, got me hard, got me real. Now, real. when you say "got me hard," <laughs> I do you know I heard it as I said it. <laughs> well, um, you know, you know, first one, then the other. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my movie is a um, workplace dramedy. Starring Andrew Garfield um about this doctor named Matthew. And it's Matt ER because he works in the emergency room. Aha.
2: <laughs> <Ah-ha>! Yeah, <Yung-gung-gung-gung.
0: laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I, I would watch that based on the DVD cover
0: alone. <laughs> Just him with like a little stethoscope looking like the way he does when he's concerned, like <gasps> you know, and there's um uh, I think, uh, let's go with Rennie Selwiger as his boss in the ER. Yeah. Oh, and then Kiki Palmer's that. there as, like, his love interest. Mm. This shit writes itself. It does. It does. You know, um, thank you so much for doing this. This has been an absolute blast. Um, do you have oh. anything that you want people to know that you're up to or anything like that? Um... Not for the next few. So I'm uh, I'm back to
1: Ireland in like a month, just over a month. So, um, yeah, I've been just plugging away at doing other people's shows. Um, gotcha. We might be a little, it's probably a bit late to plug in now, but this coming Saturday I'm producing the show in Tawa, uh, lineup show, but, you know, I'm aware this episode, that will have happened by the time this Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, this it's nice down. to
0: know that uh, you're successful and you're doing stuff. You know, that's good. Uh,
1: I got got stuff going on yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so got a few nice shows lined up and uh yeah just kind of next four or five weeks got six gigs lined up six gigs lined up or so I'll just see those out and then I'm away on holidays for for some time so that's great yeah but uh in terms
2: of stuff to plug
0: that's about it <laughs> yeah. okay that's more than uh more than acceptable there your plug is see you losers i'm going on vacation
1: <laughs> yeah right back to the emerald isle <laughs> i am genuinely uh, terrified at how hungover i'm going to be that, <laughs> like, for, for that entire time <laughs>
0: <laughs> completely understandable uh i would be as well um, if you, the listener wants to support this podcast, you can go to Tristan dot tristanmiller dot substack dot com and subscribe there to get early access to the episodes as well as the visual stuff um, that I post of it. And then also I do film reviews and essays. It's pretty, I think, pretty fun. Um, but thank you again, Richard, for doing this. This is fantastic.
3: Oh, uh, thank you.
1: Oh, long leave to cheese. And thanks so much for having me. It's been <laughs> Yeah, it's been a blast. It's been a blast. <laughs>
0: Stop recording. There we go.